Welcome to the Dag Hewitt Mills Podcast. Dag Hewitt Mills Podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Hewitt Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Hewitt Mills. In order to be spiritual and to remain close to God, it is very important to ask yourself at various points of your Christian walk, what is truly influencing me? According to the word of God, if you are not spiritual, you will fall under one of three categories, earthly, sensual, or devilish. These types of Christianity are not from God and must be overcome at all costs. In this Wednesday's message, Bishop Dag will share ways that you can boost your spirituality and he will also give practical tips that you can implement in your own Christian walk in order to become more spiritually mature. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your great blessing. Guide us by your spirit, we pray. Let your will be done. We thank you that you are present and that you are, lead, you are leading us and that you are guiding us. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Are you excited to be here? I am also excited to be here this morning. This morning, my subject is about spiritual men and prophets again. But the title of my message is, If You Are Not Spiritual, If I Am Not Spiritual, What Am I? If I Am Not Spiritual, What Am I? First Peter chapter 2, verse 5, You also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god amen you also first peter chapter 2 verse 5 you are built up into a spiritual house ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. Everybody say a spiritual house. God is making us into a spiritual house. Amen. So everything about us is supposed to be spiritual. Is it not true? Now, if you are spiritual, all right, then it means that you are affected by the spirit you are influenced by the spirit you are guided by the holy spirit because you are spiritual it's almost like we don't know um, like if if you say somebody is meaty there's a lot of meat around the person isn't it say somebody's fleshly there's a lot of flesh around the person if you say this 
the soup is watery or it's oily there's a lot of oil around it so in English when you when you start using a word like that to sort of describe something it's like there's a lot of that thing around what you are referring to isn't it are you there so um, it is very important for all of you to become spiritual Amen. Amen. Spiritual. Okay? Now, spirituality is a very important thing. Now, the question is, if you are not spiritual, what are you? What is influencing you? All right? Can I have all of you on the screens? Take your seats at the back. All of you with screens. Just take a row. All of you with the screens typing, just go to the back. I'm not used to, Prince, to the back. I'm not used to talking to people who are typing. It disturbs me. So just type at the back. I want to talk to people who are looking at me. All right? Just find a seat and join the back row. Now, are you listening? What I'm saying is that if you are not spiritual what are you you are turn to James chapter 3 Now, this wisdom, James chapter 3, verse 15, descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. Right? Now, what comes from above? The Holy Spirit, God, isn't it? And the alternative to coming from above, something that comes from above, I've been given here. Three things, earthly, sensual, and devilish. Amen. Amen. So if you are not spiritual, you are earthly, you are three, one of three. You are not all the three, maybe one of the three. Either earthly, sensual, or devilish. Which is a bad alternative. <laughs> I don't think it's a nice thing to be one of these three. Earthly, sensual, and devilish. And if you analyze it, you are going to find out that People who are not spiritual are either earthly, sensual, or devilish. Yeah. 
you find that you, you just keep watching. You see that if somebody is not spiritual, is either earthly, sensual, or devilish. What do I mean by that? What happens is that what you are, it, it sort of influences you. Like when you talk about wisdom or a kind of wisdom, you realize that it influences you. If you look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10, what does it say? It says... Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse number 10 it says if the iron is blunt then he do not wet the edge then must he be put to more strength are you with me? But wisdom is profitable to direct. Amen. Amen. In other words, wisdom, okay, directs you. So when the Bible says that this wisdom is profitable to direct, what he's trying to say is that these are the things that influence you. Okay, so when you are spiritual, okay, you have wisdom from above and you are directed more by the wisdom that comes from above or whatever it is that comes from above, which is the spirit. Amen. So any kind of wisdom, it always directs you. So I am directed by a kind of wisdom that I have. You are directed by the kind of wisdom that you have. You, be, you do things according to the wisdom that you have. Everybody moves by the wisdom that he or she has. Okay? So, you can choose to be spiritual. That is, you can choose to be somebody who is directed by the Spirit. Then you sort of change. And if you are directed by the Spirit, in Romans chapter 8, the Bible tells us what's going to happen to you. Verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse number 14. What does it say? As many as are led by the Spirit. Okay? They, their lives change and they become sons of God. How many want to be sons of God? Okay. Try to listen more than writing. If you are writing, you don't understand what you are even writing. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Try to listen more than writing because I can just send you an email of the message and, and then you just have all the points. Do you get it? That's why we don't understand many things because understanding is greater than even the knowledge, that, the points that you've written, which you don't understand. It's of no use. Do you get it? Many people don't understand things. So it's better to understand. Writing, writing to me. It's good to write, but don't write. Just write because we have to write. Even what to write shows intelligence. Not just writing everywhere that is being written. It shows intelligence. Are you with me? 
when I was in biochem class once, biochemistry class, and then the guy was writing all the, um, the, the chemicals, the, what, the structures, what do they call them? See, formula, huh? The chemical structures, he was writing it. I asked my friend sitting by me, are we supposed to write all this? <laughs> that, is, that is the question I asked. And she said, yes. But I didn't think so. I didn't think so. You know, and I looked around the whole class. Everybody was writing everything that they got. And I said, I mean, how do you expect us to even remember these things? <laughs> but you see, that question was a question of intelligence. I was, I was, I was exhibiting intelligence. Because it is not a sign of intelligence to be able to memorize everything. You chew it, you know every structure. It doesn't lead, it doesn't, it doesn't reveal intelligence. You see, because that is the knowledge. Then you have the understanding. And then you have the wisdom of how to apply it in your life. So it's not just, if you don't know it at all, that's also a problem. (laughs) But when you know it, when people know things, they don't understand them. Do you see? That is the problem. Let's say if you take fitters in Ghana, a fitter, he may know that this is the carburetor, he may know that this is the tire, he may know this is the pipe between the air conditioner and this but they don't understand so many things because they just learned by um, yeah, by apprenticeship, just working there. So they don't really understand it. Because if you, if you look at it like even to, 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 to be a doctor, you know, we, we, a doctor treats mostly malaria. Doctors in Ghana, mostly they treat <laughs> When you become a doctor in Ghana, you you mostly treat malaria and sore throat and those kind of things. There are few diseases that you treat. Do you get it? But so you ask yourself, why did we go to school for seven years? No, it's not just because of those few diseases that we are treating, but there's some understanding that you have as a doctor, as somebody is even, when the person is even describing something, even though your friend can say, anytime I feel feverish, I should take malaria uh, medicine or I should take ampicillin, you realize that there is something you do not understand that the person understands. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? So the point that I'm making is that understanding is far more, far greater than uh, knowledge. That is what our artisans do not have. They don't understand the car that they are dismantling. That is why if you take a car for overhauling, what they call overhauling in Ghana, it will never be normal again. 
even if you take a car for servicing in Ghana, it will never be okay after you've brought it back from service. If you have a new car, you take it for servicing. But it's because the people that are working, they don't understand. And God showed it to me one day. Our church in Switzerland had a prayer meeting all night. And they were given permission by an engineering school to use uh, a kind of hall. Not really a hall, but it was actually the place where they actually do their classes. And in that room, there was a car which was lifted up and exposed and dismantled in different aspects, the engine and part. And, I re- and I, when I looked at it, I realized that if a fitter has come here before and has learned what even you can see, just by the first day that I was there, just once I went there, and I realized that the, that person's understanding of the car, of what he's dismantled, what he says is sports, that he says he has to change. Do you understand? Do you get what I'm saying? He will be of a completely different caliber from the people that are in Accra or in Ghana that are fittest or Abosoka or wherever they are from. <laughs> Even the people driving cars, when they say you should do a driving test, you see that they don't understand some of the things. And some of the things they do, they don't understand the implications of what they are doing. Do you get it? Yeah. So, it's, it is not just knowing something. Now, when you understand things, and you even know what to do, which is you have understanding, then you have wisdom. But you don't remember the things you are supposed to do. That is where your failure to write the thing down now starts to cost you. Do you see? But I would prefer to understand what I'm discussing. And I would prefer to understand and know the wisdom of what to do. And the lowest of all is to remember which the piece of paper can help you to do. It's a piece of paper can help you or whatever you are typing. But what you need is not to have a lot of things that you've written which you will never read. But it's to understand what is being said. Yeah. It's only at a point where I need to remember certain things. And I have to write this down or note this. Then you see that, that not writing has cost you something. But even that is what it is you, you need to remember. Because what I'm preaching is scriptures. I'm just preaching scripture. I'm just going from scripture to scripture. And I'm explaining what is in your Bible to you. So that you would have a different understanding of what is written. But as you keep trying to just write what I'm saying, writing, 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 you never really understand it by the end of the message. So, that is why perhaps the scribes and the Pharisees were probably, I mean, so far from God. Because they were writing everything, but they they, did not understand it. So try to understand. If you understand that the alternative to being spiritual is to be earthly, sensual, or devilish, then you will not like to be unspiritual. Yeah. 
Are you there? Yeah. yeah. So I am saying what I'm saying so that you sort of grow up in your knowledge of what you are doing. Because the, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, knowing facts also. These are all part of the seven spirits of God. And the spirit of counsel. Because you, you, you don't only advise all, all that you know. You only advise part of what you know. That's why the spirit of counsel is also a different spirit from the spirit of knowledge. Because you may know, but you will not say. It's not everything you say. Do you understand? The Bible says that who is a wise man? amongst you and endued with knowledge let him show out of a good behavior his works with meekness of wisdom pull some chairs and join the last row here in the middle please amen Amen. let him show out of his works you know something just go and arrange some more chairs. There are so many people are coming at the back. I just asked one person. Don't make yourself, you see? <laughs> don't make yourself try to be eager to receive the word rather than to do a menial job. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. Just arrange some chairs at the back. There are some people who are master ashes. Every cable, they will arrange it, they will fix it, they will run to do it. But you have to, you have to move from that level. It's not that you are not helpful, but you have to move into a higher level of spirituality. Amen. If you are not spiritual, you are, in other words, if you are not influenced by the Spirit, because your influence is your wisdom. That is why the Bible says wisdom is profitable to direct. I'm saying the same thing over because you didn't get your writing. Wisdom is what directs you. Your wisdom is what is guiding you. Are you with me? Your wisdom is what is guiding you. When you see a black man, doing his funeral in Kumasi. It is his wisdom, his understanding, and how he applies the knowledge that is guiding him to do what he is doing. If you see a white man who is having a funeral just three days after somebody has died, without any of the things we do, it is his wisdom that is guiding him. If you see somebody who is having a party to celebrate his birthday, big to celebrate his birthday, it is the wisdom that he has that is guiding him to do what he's doing. If you see somebody in school going to class one, class two, university, it is the wisdom that he has that is guiding him. If you see somebody who's staying up at night, his wisdom, Bible says wisdom is profitable or useful to direct you, makes you do this and do this and do that. Okay, so you know, the wisdom you have, okay, is for direction. Okay, so if you read the dictionary, 
it, it will define what knowledge is, what is wisdom. But it, wisdom defined in the dictionary is the ability to apply the things you know. You see, it's like that is when the application comes. Do you get it? Of the things that you know. And the things that you've studied. And the things that you've heard about. That is, that is your wisdom. So you see in Ghana, people who have been to um, Oxford University and so on, and they have learned. Do you get it? They have learned uh, on what, what, what makes prosperity, what causes prosperity, etc. But how to apply it practically in Ghana, do you see, is what they don't have. So they have the knowledge and they even have the notes. They even have the books. But now apply it. Let me read the definition of wisdom from the dictionary. It says, the trait of the ability to apply knowledge, do you see, or experience, to apply knowledge or experience, ability to use it, okay, or experience or understanding or common sense. And insight. It's the ability to use all these things. The ability to use your knowledge, experience. Because if you come to the golf course in Ghana, in Accra, you 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 be a, you you will wonder. You are every almost everybody who plays golf in Ghana, and those who are the captains and leaders of the courses have been abroad and have played abroad before. As if they've never been abroad, you see the course. If those who are managing the Kotoka International Airport, as if they've never been abroad before. Yeah. Those who run Ghana, as if they've never been abroad. No, they've lived there before. Most of the people have lived there. You see, and they know Kwame Nkrumah was trained in England. There was no, there was no university. He, was, he went to university in, at Oxford. We have Oxford graduates who have been president. We have Kwame Nkrumah. We have President Kufour. Atamels also was in was Atamels in Oxford. Huh? Was Atamels in Oxford? Yeah. At least he was in Harvard. We know that he was in Harvard. Professor Atamels is one of the most intelligent and knowledgeable people in the in Ghana. You, if you have ever been, my wife was lectured by him. My wife tells me that his lectures are different from other people's lectures in the sense that, yeah, he doesn't read notes. He said he knows so much and he, he, he speaks off the cuff. And every time we are in the house watching television and he gives a speech, she always says, This is how he lectures. And if you watch, he, he, he has a problem with his vision. He cannot see well. But you watch whether the United Nations, whether Parliament, whether Obama is present, whoever it is, he can speak off the cuff intelligently on the issues. He's a very, 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 very intelligent person. Yeah. I mean, whether you voted for him or not is not the point. 
I'm explaining. I'm explaining. I'm explaining something to you. No, but watch it. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. He's very, very, very learned. No, but the ability to apply the knowledge or whether, it, whether you got knowledge or common sense or insight or experience or common sense, whatever it is you know, is the ability to use it. Because you may have learned all these economic principles and whatever, and law and whatever, practically in our circumstance where people mostly, the, you see, if you take Ghana, Ghana is not an English-speaking nation. Ghana, the most popular te- uh, radio station in Ghana is, I think, OKFM, OK which is a key station. Adum FM. No, it's OK, it's number one. Yeah. OK, Adum Peace. They are the top stations. No English station is top in Accra. In Accra. In Accra, of the about 40 stations or whatever, they, in Accra. OK. Peace, Adam, before you come to joy, and then one more, and then sweet melodies, number six. In the capital. So it's not an English-speaking country. It's not a, a, a highly educated country. Many people are not educated. That is why the most popular stations are the three stations. Yeah. When I sit in my, if I sit in my car where the driver has been driving and they put on, it is Adam FM or Peace FM. They are, that's what they listen to. The drivers, everybody, they are, that's what they listen to. If you sit in a taxi, it is, it is a free speaking station that are on. Totally. Or is, what I'm saying is not true. Yeah. So, how do you apply the knowledge that you have for governance and for economic improvement in this place that's wisdom is the in the dictionary i'm reading from the dictionary the ability to apply so like all of you are getting all these degrees economics this 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 you finish as soon as they ring the bell playing you finish school that is where you see wisdom Uh, your knowledge is being examined at each test you do in school, your knowledge is being examined. Your remembrance. That's why I say that when you are writing notes, is it, this writing note has caused me to deviate into all these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time you do an exam, it's what you remember, what you remember, what you remember, what you remember. After you finish school, bling, we are now going to see how you apply it in your life and the ability to apply it will show forth in how your life turns out in terms of prosperity where you how your life goes every aspect of your life marriage children future everything how you apply what you know from the word of God, how you apply what you know from common sense, how you apply what you know from what you learned in school, how you apply what you know from what your parents told you, how you use it. That is the wisdom. And that's what guides you. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, when you are spiritual, okay, you are mostly influenced by something spiritual, by a spiritual influence. So, your wisdom is largely affected by that and largely spiritual. Spiritual wisdom. That is why the Bible says, this wisdom descendeth not from above. But it could have just been simply, this wisdom is not spiritual wisdom. So what is it if it is not? So if I am, the title of my message, if I am not spiritual, then what am I? You are earthly, sensual, or devilish. These are the three things that you are. If you are not spiritual, you are earthly, sensual. Now, these three are your descent. You descend. There are three steps of descent into the lowest form of backsliding and the lowest form of wisdom that you can have. It's a descending order which is revealed there. The first one, and I'm just saying this, if you are not spiritual, you are earthly, or maybe you are not even earthly, but you are sensual, or you may not be sensual, you are devilish. Okay? Earthly. When you are earthly, okay, you may even be mistaken, when you are earthly, you, you will always be seen as a wise person. You see, and there are many Christians who instead of being spiritual or being governed by the spiritual wisdom, they are governed by earthly values. Okay, so when it says earthly, it is referring to what has to do with this earth. Do you see? Now, what has to do with this F? What are the things that have to do with this F? Let's talk about your education. As far as this F is concerned, it is very important to be educated. Now, after you finish your first degree, let me tell you some more. As far as this earthly life is concerned, it will be good to get another degree. Yes. And then, as far as this earthly life is concerned, it will be very good to get a third degree. Oh, yeah. Because after master's, I'm expecting you to get your PhD. Yeah. Because it's a fact. It's a fact that in terms of earthly living, eh, you need all these because more and more people are doing first degrees. Soon we will not listen to first. Even your first degree, you can't even speak English. (laughs) And we we are being forced to accept you as graduates. Yeah. And those of you who are doctors from Kolebu or being trained in Kolebu, you will find out that your degree in Ghana is nothing. 
Kolebu is one of the lowest ranking medical schools in the world. Lowest ranking. But when you are there, you, you, you fear the school. Do you get it? So as far as earthly life is concerned, do you get it? You need more education. Okay? Now, as far as your earthly life is concerned, you need more beautification. You need to, be, you need to beautify yourself even more. Are you with me? As far as this earthly life is concerned, you need more money. As far as earthly life is concerned, you will be better off outside Ghana than in Ghana any day. Even as far as your health is concerned, you'll be outside, better outside Ghana. As far as living a certain life where when you come out, the road is tarred. When you open the tap, water is coming. When you put on the light, light is on. Wow. You are better off If you are a footballer, and I'm talking about this earthly life, you will be better off outside Ghana as a footballer. Because if you are able to shoot and score goals, and you use that ability outside Ghana, do you know that all the 22 players who are playing Barcelona, this, that, all of them are millionaires, 22 millionaires running around on the field. It's amazing. 22 millionaires running around. I tell you. It's really fantastic. Do you see? So, most of the advice given by our parents is earthly advice. It's not spiritual advice. And it is good advice as far as this earth is concerned. Your parents will never give you bad advice. And they cannot because they are your real genuine parents. As far as my earthly life is concerned, it would have been better for me to leave Ghana in 1990 when I finished my housemanship and be out of here forever. By now, I would be speaking with an American accent. <laughs> and all my children will speak like Americans. Yeah. But now all my children speak like Ghanaians. <laughs> so, earthly life is the, uh, the life education. Any job, any job 
on earth. The earth is divided into richer parts and poorer parts, backward parts and forward moving parts. The earth. It's true. Whether it is a dog, even a bola man, you will see a bola man. Do you know bola? <laughs> bola man. In French, it's a poubelle. Eh? In, 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 you see him packing his truck and getting into his Mercedes Benz, packing it and driving home. Yeah. In England. Because it is better to be a bola man in terms of this earth in certain places than to be a doctor in other places. following earthly wisdom. I will not stay in Ghana for one extra day or stay in Kolebu Hospital to work for even just a day extra. Because I can diagnose it long ago that this is one of the most terrible places to work, a place that nobody cares. That's why every private clinic, when they see that the patient is about to die, they transfer to Kolebu Sharp. Because it is a no man's land. It's better to die. And that's why you see most people who die, die at Kolebu. He passed away after a short illness at Kolebu Teaching Hospital. And then whatever. You read it all the time. <laughs> Rarely do you see he passed away at so and so private hospital. No, 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 no. When they see that you're about to die, no man's land. A land where no one cares. They'll send you there. So your mind will work if, if you are getting married. I mean, it is far better to marry a doctor or a lawyer or a rich man's son in terms of this earth. Look, it's a fact of life. You marry a poor man, you, are, you have welded, you have welded yourself to poverty. And, and this poor man that you are marrying is going to bring all his complexes on you. His inferiority complex, which he has for so many years, are going to be welded to you. Yes, love brood in an African pot. If you have watched that film before, you see love brood in an African pot. Their whole life was destroyed because the, the man was always thinking that the woman didn't really love him because he was a fitter and she, he, she was, I think, a lawyer. If you have ever watched that, it's a good film to watch. Those of you who are prone to accuse people, you should watch it and behave, learn from that story. And when you accuse people of things they haven't done, it can spoil your life. It's a good film to watch. Go and watch it. Yeah, as far as earthly life, if your daughter was going to marry this poverty stricken guy from the village, you will, you will not be happy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's earthly, uh, earthly wisdom. You see, that's what I'm saying. That it's not, it doesn't say evil, evil. There's one that is demonic. But this one is evil, it's, it's earthly. Earthly. Amen. Amen. So you must be 
become aware of the very important realities. This is a descent. You descend in descending order. You descend from spirituality to earthliness to sensuality to demonic. Yeah. It's a gradual descending order. Pray about it, brother, because... And you see, that's why we are often confused. Because you are often battling with what is wise, earthly speaking, and wise, spiritually speaking. Because many times, the two do not correspond. Yes, the two do not correspond. That's why a spiritual person is the person who must be in the church. It's an important person in the church. Not an earthly man. Who is like he's just a businessman or he's a rich man or his what because his mind is wisdom is earthly wisdom how to do this one day a church was having a, a, a board meeting and the pastor and and it is a true story the pastor they said they wanted to build a larger church because the church was full and the pastor said we need to raise money. We need to expand. Do you get it? So this businessman who was a member of the board said that it is a bad idea to build a bigger auditorium because the church is already full and that the people should just go to another church. That's what, he's, that's what he said at the meeting. The people should just go to another church. That's what I'm saying. That if you are not spiritual, you are earthly. Because he said the cost, and he brought up the cost of this project that the pastor was going to. Because when you are expanding buildings, it's not a small thing. So he said, he said, you must not build this thing. So they stopped it. And this guy was powerful. Out of about maybe a million dollars, he would have probably had to pay maybe 400000 Because he was a very, very major person. So he vetoed the thing. So now he was building a new house on a hill. And one day he decided to take his two little daughters to the hill, to the, to the new house that he was building. And on the way when they were going, the children said, Daddy, we want to buy ice cream because there was an ice cream man on the way as they were going up the hill. You know how abroad they go up the nice hill like that? because this beautiful mansion. So he, they said, okay, you can buy ice cream. So he stopped and gave them money and he said, careful as you cross the road. Careful as you cross the road. Watch out. There was no car, nothing. So they got out of the car and they crossed. As soon as they got out of the car and started crossing the road, an articulator, 16-wheeler, 50-tons truck came down around the corner and the children were in the middle of the road. And the articulator drove over them. And the man, this is his own testimony, not what the pastor said, came out of the car, screaming, running after his children, picking up a leg, picking up a piece of a dress, picking up whatever. And he said, this man said that, he said that, when I was running on the road, when I was running on the road and I was picking up, the pastor screaming, my children. He said, and I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. He said, now go up there 
and enjoy your house. You wouldn't build me a house, but you wanted to build yourself a house. Okay. Now go up there and enjoy your house. Because you wouldn't build my house. You wanted to build your house. Yeah. This is the pastor's words. The, the, the man himself's words. But you see, when you are doing something spiritual, are you with me? When you are doing something spiritual, you find often that it conflicts with earthly wisdom because earthliness is near spiritual because it makes sense. It's good sense. Yeah. It's good sense. When you are getting married, you see a, a beautiful lady. You say, well, this is a beautiful lady who suits me. She's the type of person that I need. She's beautiful. She's voluptuous. She's exciting. That's what I need. She's a lady. Okay? But not knowing that your earthly wisdom is misleading you. Your whole life is going to get spoiled by this decision that you take. That's what I'm saying that in the church, the important people are not the earthly people. No, you are not important in the church. You are the people we are preaching to all the time. We have to preach to you to rise up from your earthliness and become more influenced not by earth but by the spiritual that is what we are doing in the church amen, amen. then you descend further do you see and, be, and, and start to be ruled by the senses do you see which sensual now, a person who is basically governed by feelings is not a good, is not in government, is not spiritual. You see, that is why you can even know somebody spiritually by staying with the person for one day. And the person's early morning rising to eat a major food and type of he has to eat. Do you see? You see the lack of because it's not. I'm explaining something. If you are not spiritual, then what are you? You are either earthly or sensual or devilish. And you see that because people eat so much, all the time eating from early morning. You see that they are equally poo-pooing all the time. So whereas you would have thought that the office toilet will not be used much, to your surprise, you will see that the office toilet is one of the busiest places. So, yes. One day I went to the church office and I was shocked. I said, what? The office toilet for the staff, it was a heavy traffic in and out. I said, no, Lord. You see that, I mean, lunch, everybody eating lunch, this one there. That was like the food is a major. You see, they said, when you are spiritual, your senses are not the main thing. Your senses, we don't have many. We have what we feel, sense, touch, 
sexual, eating, drinking, sleeping. There are not many senses when we talk about sensual. We are talking about just a few things. Do you see? And you can see. Some people can never be early because they are always sleeping. They can never be early. They can never pray because they are sleeping. They can never read their Bible because they are eating. So you see that the person is not spiritual. I tell you, it's always watching a film because watching film is another alternative to what you use your time for. So you see, or, or, or even watching the internet or being on the screen. Recently, my, my, my wife visited uh, some, the children at, uh, in uh, their school, Wesley Girls. And my daughter and her friends were saying that it is easier for them to be spiritual when they are in school. And he said, why? I said, because when we are in school, we are not allowed to have any phone. There is no Facebook. There is no Twitter. There is nothing. Because that is also a sign of sensuality. He said, because it takes your time. You have to have a phone. You have to have text, WhatsApp. Uh, 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 internet uh, uh, uh. you know the things you are looking at me and I'm stammering and you know all the things I'm saying huh voxa what Tao. tango what's that and what again and what, what again ibadi that one is what chatting yeah it is also sensuality yeah even the strength to battle with it so that it works it reveals your sensuality because you will not battle with the scripture until I understand this scripture Now you are trying to get internet connection and trying to wait for a long time, all your time. You are on it. It's true. It reveals your sensuality. Because it's not anything that will make your earthly life better per se. It's just your senses of, you see, because we want to chat and to be happy and to laugh and to relate and social networks that's why they are called social networks so you must realize as a christian that you can be a very sensual person you are not spiritual you are not spiritual because you are sensual you are sensual yeah that's why you have to have sex you have to uh, you see that we, we are getting further into things you, you have to have you have to have a boy you have to have a, because a boy, you have to have a boy, a boyfriend. Always. You must always be, I'm in love, following a man, following a boy. There's something wrong with you. Your senses are guiding more than anything else. It's, it's not, we are all born with the sense, but when the sense, you see, when I say somebody is meaty, everybody has meat, but he's meaty. It means that the meat is a lot and it is actually. I mean, if you, if you take fat and you take some meat, they say it's fatty. 
It means there's a lot of fat and it's affecting the whole thing. If you say the soup is watery, it means that there's a lot of water and the water is affecting it. So if I say you are sensual, do you understand? What it means is that there's a lot of senses. The senses part of the person is a lot and it's affecting the person. Every time it's something is guiding you, you need a boy, you need a man to hold you, to sleep with you, you need a girl to sleep with, you need to watch pornography, you need to do, like your senses are really alert and really active in everything. The, the need to chat and to talk and to relate, it's always on you. You can never be alone. In fact, one day I visited one of my pastors. He was in full-time ministry. And then I understood why his church was bigger than most of the other full-time pastors. I understood that. Because he, he, could stay in, he can stay in the house the whole day. He can stay in the house the whole day. The person I'm talking about is Prophet Kakra. Oh yeah, he just be in the house the whole day. You go out. When you even give him a building, construction, project, and things, you see that it is a problem. <laughs> he can stay, he can stay the whole day. He's just the house. He's walking in the house, up and down. These are spiritual people. A person whose senses dominate, he has to go out. He has to see somebody. He has to talk. He has to chat. He has to eat. He has to play. He has to do something. So I could understand why his church was bigger than most of the other pastors' churches. This is spiritual. Because what am I, what am I, my message is that if I am not spiritual, what am I? If you are not spiritual, you are something. You are either earthly, mostly earthly, or sensual, or devilish. We are coming to the devilish. Amen. When you meet a spiritual person, you will see that the percentage of his senses that govern things is less than your life. You see that it's less. He has the senses, but it's not as much guiding the person. Food is not guiding the person as much. You see that the person is moving, but he's not eating. You see that the person is moving, but he's not sleeping. You see that the person is moving, but he's not having sex or having some sexual things going on. Or you say the person is moving, don't have to have any boy or any man. Yeah. Every woman needs a man. Every woman likes a man, wants to be married. It's normal. But you see, some people, it's like marriage. I mean, marriage or suicide. <laughs> marriage or suicide. Hey. Then you will commit suicide. Now, haven't you met some ladies you, you can really feel like this one there, Charlie? One sister, she was going to uh, get married. And the guy she was going to get married to was, I mean, questionable as a Christian. Very questionable. Either a weed smoker or something was wrong with The guy was, I mean, really some way. And the pastor spoke to her. And she said, Pastor, 
I would rather be married to an unbeliever than to be not married. That's what she said. And so I'm explaining to you that guidance comes from what, what is influencing you, either earthly wisdom. This wisdom is, is, is earthly. It is sensual. It is devilish. Or this form of di- guidance. She said, I would rather be married. Hey, when she married the guy, the guy saw that he has got a dog. You should have seen the things that he was doing to the girl until he discarded her like a piece of meat. He trained her like a dog in the house. Yeah. He made her nothing. Up and down, up and down, up and down. It was not easy. I cannot even explain the things to you. Ish. But she, it was her wisdom that put her there. And you see, we as pastors, you know, we are learning not to say everything. That's, what, that's also called the spirit of counsel. You see, well, so who is a wise man? Let him show out of his good behavior his works with the weak meekness of wisdom. Wisdom is meek. Wisdom is cool. Wisdom is humble. Wisdom won't talk too much. Wisdom will just stay back if you don't like it. Paul said, I beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I know it's good, but you don't like it, so just be there. It's okay. No problem. Go. There is a man who will treat you like a dog. He will do everything. That's when you realize you are an animal. Then you realize that wisdom that is sensual is not a good wisdom. It's not going to help you. Are you there or you are going home? Amen. Amen. So, if I am not spiritual, what am I? So, if your father is not spiritual, what is he? Hmm. If your wife, if you marry a woman who is not spiritual, she's either earthly, sensual, or devilish. One day, a certain pastor he loved the Lord, just like you, from Alos. From first love. And uh, when he was going to get married, he did not marry someone who was even clearly born again. Stand up, you stand up. Stand up, you. Are you born again? Yes, what? You are born again. So, what is your name? Noble. Noble. Can you imagine this brother? He's sitting here. Then now he's going to marry. Then he goes for someone whom we are not sure even if the person is born again. So, all through your spiritual life, as you are trying to forge forward, he has somebody who is wavering between this one, wavering between the three dimensions. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes earthly because you cannot take an earthly person to a mission field. Look, I will not advise anybody eh, 
to go to to go to uh, or to go to Salaga or Bimbila is in an earthly as far as this earthly life is concerned it's not a good it's not a good advice at all it's bad advice I don't advise you to do that why should you do that what is what is there what is in Bimbila and you but a spiritual person spiritually a spiritually advising person somebody whose is, wisdom is not descending from below can advise you to go to Dunkwa Onofin I met a pastor in, in, in uh, this country, England he was wearing a winter coat because it was very cold and I was standing outside with him and I told him come to Ghana, I will send you to the mission field I will send you to the village and I sent him to Dunkwa Onofin he's, up, he's there up till today yeah, not that somebody who hasn't got a visa he has been to England he was in England when I sent him I said you come I'll send you and I sent him to Dungwa he's still in Dungwa up till today yeah. I will never advise anybody to do that as far as earthly life is concerned it's bad advice <laughs> but spiritually spiritually it is good advice so if you have yoked yourself to somebody who is earthly what do you think she's going to tell you so so we too how when will we be okay so we so our children where would they our children which school our children they so our life and you you cannot blame her and you cannot blame her you should not be uh, uh, sad that you are having such problems because you've married an earthly woman even the so-called spiritual sisters you see that it's not easy for them to be spiritual Isaac, stand up. Do you have a beloved? No beloved. Look at that. When did you finish school? 2008. Have you had a beloved who has left you before? Yeah. He had a beloved. We sent him as a missionary to Nigeria. All the guys whom I sent to Nigeria, all of them, their beloveds left them. And I don't blame. Why should you follow somebody who is being sent to Nigeria? As far as your earthly life is concerned, it's not advisable. It's not advisable. What, what can he offer you? A place that people are running away from. You are going in that direction. What a shock. What about you? When did you finish school? 2007. Do you have a beloved? You have a beloved? And you were sent to Nigeria. Was your beloved follow, following you to Nigeria? She even came to me. Yeah, is it? Now, this beloved, this beloved, allow me to finish preaching. His beloved, his beloved is already in full time ministry, isn't it? So she, yeah, she's in full time ministry already. She works in my wife's office. She's already, so she's already oriented, it's not fully following an earthly or sensual or devilish that is why she, she maintained him as her beloved I, I like him still yeah but all earthly sisters that's what I'm telling you Charlie in the church 
the main people are spiritual people either prophets or spiritual men yeah and if you are not spiritual you will not follow this guy where will he take you to where, where Boko Haram and other things are you are joking amen, amen. sit down So you can sometimes see troubles that people have had all through their lives and ministry because they they were guided by earthly decisions of their lives. Not spiritual. They were not spiritual when they were taking those steps. Earthly or sensual. Yeah. You are a brother and the thing that you are looking at in a lady is her beauty. You have made a mistake. And we say when we say beauty, most sisters are within the uh, what do you call that? Normal distribution. What is it? What is a what is that thing called? A bell curve. Yes. Bell curve. Most most of them are average. Occasionally you have some that go you notice them. You understand? They are extra. Some are also a bit to the other side. <laughs> but mostly are within. <laughs> and your decision is based on sensual. Many, many pastors follow sensuality. Some, some for instance, are affected by the color yeah amen And you see that the person is so enchanted. Like somebody like Solomon. You see that he was affected by the senses and the earth very much. That is why in his book he wrote, It is vanity. What I have seen under the sun. Under the sun is the earth. It's useless. But he was, Thou art fair. It was fair women were really affected him. Thou art fair, my beloved. Hey! You must be careful. Amen? You must be careful because if you don't take care, the fairness of a woman through your sensual wisdom will mislead you. Even the Bible says the sons of men, the sons of God, they said they saw that the women on earth were fair. Even spirits, angels. And they came down to earth when they saw the fair, that the women were fair. And they were brought from their angelic level down to stay with the fair women. 
how much more you an ordinary person when the sons of god saw that the daughters of men that they were fair they were brought down it affected their senses when they saw Solomon was affected by a fair woman. Abraham was also affected. He said, you know that you are fair. He told her, you know that you are fair. When we go and they start calling you, you know that you are fair. Rebecca was fair. All of them were fair, I tell you. Hallelujah. So, you must be careful because when the enemy wants to pick you, he will pick on your earthliness and use your senses to guide you. Are you there? So, earthly sensual and then devilish that's the lowest form of wisdom that you can have in descending order most of our parents operate in earthly wisdom yeah mostly and you can never say that it there's some when my mother-in-law did not want me to be a uh, leave kolebu and it was it is it is earthly wisdom and it is it is it makes sense it's good thinking they have never had any bad intention for me. And my father-in-law, when he went to, wanted to go to Kolibu and speak to the person who had transferred me to the pathology department, it was earthly wisdom, but it was with a good intention. All our parents are filled with earthly wisdom. And if you want your life to go in a good earthly way, then go for good earthly wisdom. There's no doubt about it. Then you now descend into demonic now anything that is demonic okay is where you depart from reason as soon as you depart as soon as you can explain something always know that you are dealing with demonic something demonic okay once you cannot reason with it you you immediately know that you are dealing with demonic something demonic if you turn with me to mark chapter 5 i want to show you something quickly we are ending. The weather is very cool today, so. And they came over to the other side of the gatherings. When he was come out, they met him out of the tombs, a man with unclean spirit. Everything which does not make sense reveals the presence of a devil and when eventually this madman was set free eh, we saw how many demons came out of him so the first thing was when jesus came to the other side of the gatherings there met him a man with an unclean we thought there was a devil in this man now first of all he had his dwelling among the tombs this is abnormal. So anytime 
you are being led to do something that is abnormal. Even earthly wise is abnormal. Sensual wise is abnormal. Immediately you must sense the presence of de- demons. Okay? So notice, notice, demonic, if you are not spiritual, you are earthly, sensual, or devilish. Influenced by earth, influenced by the senses, or influenced by demons. And there are many people that are influenced more by demons. It's not normal to be, to live with. All of us, when we go to cemetery, we come out quickly. Now the Bible says, no man could bind him. No, not with chains. That is also abnormal. How can nobody bind you? Do you think we cannot, stand up, do you think we cannot bind this man? All the brothers here, can you bind him? I want about some brothers to come and bind him. Oh, there are no brothers here. I mean, this is not a problem. But if he cannot be bound, no, not with chains. We tie him with, not with rope, chains. Cannot hold him. There is some superhuman something, element, that is working. Again, you notice the presence of evil spirits. It's abnormal. To live in a cemetery, number two, to stay and nothing can control you. Nobody can speak. It's abnormal that your father cannot speak to you. It's abnormal that your pastor cannot advise you at all. It's abnormal that there is no one who can say, stop it, stop that thing now. You are wrong, you are wrong. No one can tell you you are wrong in this world. Then there is a demon working somewhere. Because he had often been bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder. Can you imagine somebody who plucks chains? Neither could any man tame him. He cannot be tamed. You cannot be cooled down. Shouting anger, uncontrollable anger. Behavior. As a woman, nobody can control you, can tell you when... As soon as we say, then you turn against that person. It's like that person, when we speak, we say something, then you say, he's always speaking against men, against women. He's always on the side of the brothers, always on the side of the sisters. No one can tame you. As soon as we have something, you have a different thing to say. Nobody can tame you. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs. You wouldn't go home. You won't go home. Always night and day in the tombs and in the mountains. Eh? Can you imagine walking through the forests? Is it normal? Not normal. Crying and cutting himself with stones. Is it normal to cut yourself and to hurt yourself? All these show how a demon was at work. So ladies and gentlemen, you can sense the presence of demonic wisdom when you are being advised or when you are now following something which is against reason in a negative sense against normal anything normal homosexuality is abnormal because if you grow up normally you will be normally attracted to another lady if you are a man yeah, how many brothers? How many of you are attracted to girls? Raise your hand. 
Put down your hand. How many are attracted to boys? How many boys are attracted to boys? How many girls are attracted? Take some chairs from the back. Take chairs from the back and put them at the back there, please. How many girls are attracted to boys? Don't mind the boys. Just lift your hand. Yeah. That's it. You were made that way. So if now you want to marry a fellow female, there is something abnormal with that. Are you listening? Are you understanding? Yeah. So as soon as things start to go in the opposite, looking at pictures of naked women or pictures of people having sex, when you yourself cannot have the sex, do you understand what I'm talking about? I, you can't do it, but you are just watching it. You cannot participate. You cannot enjoy. You cannot feel it. So that is the main thing to see, to watch. And you are, you cannot stop it. It's demonic. It's, it has gone beyond your senses because everybody would like to see everybody would like to watch but now you realize that you need to you need to you need to masturbate you need to always you have to do every day do you understand there's something wrong you you have shifted from the senses, because the senses would normally have put you in a certain um, place. Are you with me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. Hey. Ask your neighbor, is there some devilish Hallelujah. Are you there or you're going home? Yeah. So my friends, my sisters and my brothers, ask yourself, have you permitted any demonic thing to start being in your life? Yeah. And then of course, witchcraft, killing people, doing it. When you start to like to kill somebody, you see, you start to steal. You like to steal. You like to harm. You like to rape. And then you see that evil spirits. God, murder is Satan. Bible says he was a murderer from the beginning. Anybody who kills is demonized. You see a full manifestation of Satan in the in, in the life of Hitler. He's a killer. A killer. Saddam Hussein. They are killers. So you see, Satan possesses a powerful person. Then he starts to kill. As soon as they get power, they kill. Killing is a demonic thing. When Job was attacked, when God gave permission for the devil to attack Job, the first thing that happened was armed robbers came to his house. Yeah, robbers came, they killed his sons, his sons were killed, his things were stolen. It's a sign, one of the activities of evil spirits. 
So when you engage in this kind of murder, I mean, abnormal life, really doesn't make sense anymore. Even like you ask yourself, those who are cutting up the hands of people in Syria, what do they get from it? What are they getting? Recently, somebody, a Kenyan guy, ate somebody's hat and all those things. Do you get it? You ask yourself, what is this? They are all demonic. Al-Qaeda bombing pull chairs from the back, gentlemen, and join. Killing, bombing, killing, bombing. It all shows presence of Satan. Want to kill a lot of, I mean, the guys who wanted to do the Al-Qaeda bombing, the guys who had the ideas, there was a guy called Murad and another guy called Hamza Yusuf. They are the two guys who had the idea to bomb uh, the World Trade Center, Hamza Yusuf and Murad. And they tried, and they did a bomb, one bomb. Are you with me? And after that bomb was done, then it did not work. And Hamza Yusuf was arrested. Murad was also arrested. But his uncle, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, was a guy who knew Osama bin Laden and went to him and gave him the idea. Pull chairs from the back and sit, please. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So the point that I'm trying to make, the point that I'm trying to make is that the ideas, and it's like Osama bin Laden have formed a kind of franchise. Any idea you come, if, if you kill people, blow up, building, blow up buildings, do whatever you have, you bring it to him. And when you come to him, you apply with a form, application form, with your details. So he was running something like, you bring the idea and we will finance it and support you. We'll give you backup support. That is, that, is what, that, is, that is what they were doing. They were running a franchise. Do you understand? So they have the people, they train them, you go and stay in this country and be there until opportunity comes. Then you rise up and kill people. Yeah. And there are always people like that in the world. And they start to rise, they start to do things. This is how they, they are. So ladies and gentlemen, you, you, it's not even like fighting a war or fighting a war of oppression or fighting a war of whatever. But I just want to kill as many people as possible. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's also the presence of demonic wisdom. And that's why I say it's the lowest. Most Christians don't get to that level. Or many of you are not at that level. You understand? But I'm sure you will agree that some of you... If I'm not spiritual, I'm what? Or devilish. Yeah. How many of you are earthly? How many of you are earthly? Okay, how many of you know somebody who is earthly? Raise your hand if you know somebody, but not necessarily you. How many of you know somebody who is sensual? Are you sure? Not necessarily you, but you know somebody. If you spend all your time doing your hair, your clothes, your this, what is it? It's more earthly. Well, a life on earth as a lady, if you want men to call you, if you want men to sleep with you, 
if you want men to give you money if you want boyfriends if you want beloved i mean for your earthly life you can't just not do your hair you have to do your hair there are some people who don't want to do your hair you have to you are not a boy we are we are insisting that you do your hair you can't just cut it off are you a boy get to the salon and do your hair before we go wild on you in the church and do a style that suits your head because not every head can do cornrow not every head shape can take cornrow do you know cornrow hallelujah Amen. Amen. So my friends, I want to be there for spiritual. And if you are spiritual, you must detect and you must know. Finally, let's look at Matthew 16. Verse 13, when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist. Others say you are Elijah. And he said unto unto them, Whom say ye that I am? Okay? And Simon answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Huh. Flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. Look at me, everybody. Are you there? Yeah. Understanding is better than knowledge yeah knowledge you can refer but understanding stay in your heart when jesus asked peter charlie how do you see me how do you see me do you see me in an earthly way if he had answered the question in an earthly way by flesh and blood he would have said you are a jew how how do you see me i see you as a jew how do you see me? I see you as a, a man. I, how do you see me? I see you as Joseph's son. There are so many ways to see somebody depending on how the person thinks. If you think in an earthly way, you look at me as a half caste. So when people are backsliding, they, they, they start referring to me like that. Like I have, you know, un, unfortunately had once uh, uh, some of my relatives married too pastors who became orangus and when the the orangulization came that instead of calling me bishop or whatever they used to call me when they loved me they would say your brother your brother your brother because as your your wisdom descends into earthly sensual or demonic your estimation of a person also descends into that level so you start your brother or if let's say you are amongst us and you have never seen yourself as 
uh, you love me, I preach to you, and whatever. Then when you, you start descending from the spiritual into earthly, then you start saying that, Ghanaian, you are Ghanaian, those Ghanaian pastors. But first, you never saw that I was a Ghanaian. Do you see? You never saw that I was a Ghanaian. <laughs> or, the, uh, or that I was a half-caste. But now, as you have descended, you see, it's a descent, it's you are landing. <laughs> as you descend, you, you, you leave the spiritual. So, when, when Peter, uh, when they ask, I, who, who, who do men say that I am? Because in Mark chapter 6, they, they, they equally, when Jesus went somewhere, they immediately, they didn't, they, Jesus didn't ask you, who do you say that I am? They said, you are the son of Joseph. You are Mary's son. You are the carpenter. These are your brothers. He didn't even ask them. They started to say. <laughs> the earthliness of the congregation. That is why when you are a pastor, you travel sometimes far away from where they have an earthly knowledge of you. And if they have a sensual knowledge of you. Yeah. So you, you get, so when you descend, you descend, that's when you start to describe someone. You, you, are, you are a black man. You are a white man. You are a brown man. But at first you can receive, you can open your heart. If a white man is preaching, or an American is preaching, or a black man, or whatever. But when you start to descend into Ed, so you are Nigerian, also you are Cameroon, oh, you are Togolese, or you are Ewe. So you see, when Ed politics comes, when the election comes, you see that the country is filled with earthly wisdom. These are Ewe. So you see, Ghana will be divided. You watch in December, Ghana will be divided sharply. And West will be on one side, Northerners will be Gans, Ashantis, Akans, and NPP, NDC, dividing the whole country, and it's very, very dangerous. When Hitler came, he, he was operating by earthly wisdom. Earthly, very dangerous. You see, earthly wisdom, eh? It's very, very dangerous, and it easily descends into demonic wisdom. When Hitler came, he said, Germans were superior. Aryan, the Aryan race. He, his, his, his elite bodyguard, they, they had a certain height. If you see them, it's amazing. It's like people who have been elongated. All of them were very tall. He said they had to be of pure Aryan descent. Yeah. He had various kind of demonic wisdom. It looked earthly and also demonic. And, demon, and even his sensuality did not seem so much when it comes to because he hated cigarettes he hated cigarettes he hated I think homosexuals homosexuality and uh, he hated so many things he didn't do it. alcohol I mean out even women he just had this Eva Brown that he was huh? yeah it did, he just had this one lady that he had and he never had really had anybody but earthly and demonic thinking he said that if i can kill you it means you are weak yeah he said that the 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 key to life is the survival of the fittest he had museums with animals and you show a spider and another animal fighting you see that this spider will defeat this one he said that so this one deserves to die because he's weaker this one is stronger so he deserves so if i kill you so when he was losing the war he said that then they deserve to die because they are weak they've been defeated yeah. This is the kind of mind that led to the death of 50 million people. So ladies and gentlemen, understand what I'm sharing with you. 
when Peter was asked the question, Jesus was trying to see, is it spiritual? That's why Jesus' answer was that flesh and blood is not the source of this answer. Something more higher has revealed, has made you see things in a certain way. So as I'm with you now, you can choose to see me in flesh and blood. By flesh and blood, if you want to know me by flesh and blood, my father is Mr. Heward Mills. From Jamestown. My mother is from Switzerland. If you want to know her, I'm half caste. There are many half German, half Swiss, half Ghanaian, half Russian, half Ghanaian. We are a number in Ghana. Rollins also is one of us. <laughs> we are in Ghana. We are Ghanaians. You may also classify me as Lebanese because I look like a Lebanese person. It depends on how you want to see and how you want to think. Yeah, if you can think in an earthly way. You can think I'm an Achimotan. You can think I'm this. I'm, it depends on you. Wow. You can either be earthly. What am I if I'm not spiritual? Earthly, sensual, or devilish. That's why I tell you in, this, in the church, only these are the people that are important, spiritual people. Then he said, my father eh, has revealed it to you. And God is the father of spirits. And I will build my church. Ah, as soon as he saw that he was spiritual, no, he gave him a post. He gave him a post in the church. When you are spiritual, no, you get a post in the church. When you are not spiritual, you must stay in the bank. Stay at MTN. Rise up over there. Do well. And you'll be blessed over there. Okay? But leave the church for spiritual people. Okay? And then he says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Not earthly keys, oh, spiritual keys. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Just a hey, spirituality is very powerful. He was getting a lot of rewards for small spirituality that he displayed. Hey! Whatever you bind in heaven, you shall be bound. Whatever you lose, whatever will be loose. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. Wow. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the priests and be killed and be raised on the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him saying be it far from thee lord this shall not be unto thee <laughs> now he said i'm going to suffer the priests are going to kill me the people are going to they're going to nail me they're going to beat me and peter said i will guard you i will defend you i will fight for you it will not happen when I am the security guard. What type of wisdom is this? Earthly. I mean, if somebody says I'll protect you, is it a bad thing? It's earthly. It's normal. Any bodyguard or whatever will defend you and say, I'm defending you with my life. It's earthly. But it is not spiritual. You know, Paul, Paul, uh, James has told us clearly if this does not descend from above but from under earthly wisdom is also from below 
that the devilish one is below and devilish. <laughs> These three are all from below. Earthly, sensual, and devilish. They all come from under. They are not from God. Because earthly wisdom is build your mansion, do this, but you will die. Have this car, but you will die. Get this money, but you will die and leave everything behind. It will become nothing. So, earthly, Peter became earthly. He shifted. So, this is showing us that pastors and Christians can switch from demonic, earthly, sensual, and spiritual. Because a few verses ago, he was the most spiritual person, received such an appointment with keys and so on. Hey! Three verses later, he descended into an earthly state. But even Jesus is about to do something that is going to reveal something more. He said, but he turned in verse 23 and said, Get thee behind me, Satan! And he gave the reason. Thou art an offense, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. You see, men's things are Satan's things. Thou savorest, understand, don't write, understand. Thou savorest not the things of God. You are not thinking about the things of God, but you are thinking about the things of men, men, ordinary men. And that's why he says, Satan! Satan! Men, men, men's lives, men's lives on earth. Men's existence, men's happiness, men's life. A human being. Don't think in that way. Think about God. That is why when you look at my hand like this, my hand is stretched out to invite you to God. It's invite you to work for God. I have no earthly future to promise you. I have a heavenly future to promise you. I have no earthly riches to offer you. I have a life of sacrifice. A life you cannot tell whether or not. You see, I'm not poor, but I don't, I don't feel any intimidation to preach to offer you poverty do you know why because whatever i have i never intended to have it i still don't intend to have it has never been my aim so i don't even i don't even feel the slightest confusion within me that i am aiming for this and i'm preaching about this because i'm not aiming for this i'm not aiming for money i have money but i'm not aiming for it doesn't work. i'm offering you what i have gone for God, Christ, and whatever it is that will be involved in following God. Yes. We are sitting down as other religions are taking over the world. Now when you wake up in Accra, you hear oh, early in the morning. It has started. It's a very dangerous thing. You hear it early in the morning. Something is coming. It is spreading all over. And you, you will see that what people are even saying, this is radical, this is not radical. It's not. Don't be deceived by that. Don't be deceived by that. Why? Because Christians who could do something are full of earthly wisdom from below. And all their life is for this earth. Their life can see just as far as the eye, but you cannot see beyond this life to see the God and the heaven and eternity.
that God offers you. Come and work for me rather than to work for the world. Choose me. Be a minister of my message. Be a messenger of me rather than to live for yourself and to just try to build your own little bitty life. Yeah. And brothers, choose only sisters who are spiritual. You will never be happy with an earthly woman. Yeah. You will never be happy. Because always your decisions will be like Jesus and Peter. Jesus said, I will die. Peter said, you will not die. (laughs) Jesus said, I will die. Peter said, dying is not good. Dying is not good. You don't know what is a cross. We are here. We were here before you came. Because I think Peter was older than Jesus. Because Peter had a wife. Jesus had not yet married. Have you forgotten Jesus went to heal Peter's mother-in-law? We are here. We are here. We are telling you. Cross. You don't know what is a cross. They crucified them all the time. You cannot do it. It's a bad idea. Jesus said, I will die. Peter said, you will not die. Jesus said, I will die. Peter said, no way. No way. We don't go sit down and make you die. Jesus with spiritual wisdom, Peter with earthly, demonic, say is demonic because Satan gave it. Jesus called the name of the spirit. That was speaking. Satan is Satan. Many times I've seen people offer their world. Actually, Satan was the one holding the paper and giving it to them. And they took it. And they said, I want it. And they exchanged glory for this earth. What a shame. So today I'm asking you to choose. If I am not spiritual, what am I? Earthly? Or? Or? If I am not spiritual, what am I? Earthly? Or? Sensual? Or? Devilish? Your best friend, if he is not spiritual, what is he? He's earthly, sensual, or your husband. If he is not spiritual, what is he? He's either earthly or or devilish. Your beloved. If he is not spiritual, what is he? He's either what? Earthly or or yeah. If he's not spiritual. Your beloved, I'm talking about that nice brother that you found. If he is not spiritual, he is either, either, either earthly. So from today, I want you to assess everybody. Category one to four. Either spiritual, either earthly, either sensual, or devilish. Yeah. Yeah. It's either. Look at the beautiful sister that you proposed to. And you said, Beautiful sister, I love you. If she is not spiritual, she is what? Either what? She's either earthly. What is an earthly beautiful sister like? What is she like? 
What is it like? What are what are she is what? She's beautiful. No, if you are spiritual, it doesn't mean you are not beautiful. She's fat. No. No. Makeup always. Investments. Investments. And then where again? Hair. Investments. Dresses. Earrings. Shoes. Bags. Clothes. Nails. Earthly woman. Earthly woman. Earthly woman. Marriage or suicide? Earthly woman. Marriage or suicide? I mean, is it a spiritual person who says marriage or suicide? It's an earthly woman who says marriage or suicide. Earthly woman. If the beloved is sensual, what is she like? Mm. What is she like? Hey, brothers, if you get near a sensual lady, before you realize you are having an erection. Yeah. And if your beloved is devilish, what will she be like? If your beloved is devilish, what will she be like? Uncontrollable. What was Peter like when the devil was in him? The devil said, the devil said, you will not die on, you will not sacrifice, you are never going to the mission field. You are not going to any mission field for any cross to kill you. Whilst I'm here, while I'm here, whilst I'm here, it will not happen. And if she has married a phlegmatic brother, then your ministry is over. She will say, come on to the, to the world. Come on to the world. Forget about your ministry. Once you have married me, husband, love your wife. Come on this way. This way, I said this way. Yeah, she will quote the scripture right now. Out of, forget about that plan. Forget about that thing. Bishop, his father has money. That is why he's doing all that he's doing. So forget about it. Devilish. Yeah, she she's against the sacrifice. No way. How? You are following people. This bishop and pastor. You. Because you see, no one is saying what I'm saying. Because of that, the world is being taken over by evil spirits. Because the earthly wisdom is what is guiding the church, is pushing the church and leading us. It's lead, we are being led by earthly success. Earthly success is being preached and 
and that is what he says told is lifted up is elevated so we are all aspiring for earthly greatness and earthly greatness is not what you aspire for when you are aspiring for godly greatness it's true I heard Mami Dokuno on the television. Do you know Mami Dokuno? Yes. You don't know Mami Dokuno? Yes. She's a, a lady. She's a lady. She has a talk show in tree. She speaks in tree. And she was speaking and she was saying that she or the person who she had invited was saying that materialism in Ghana has increased because of pastors. Now, pastors are preaching every day about money. How? And so, when you go to the church, say, receive your car, receive your house, receive this, receive it. So, everybody is tuned to receiving it. And she said that, the, or either she or the person said that, that is causing materialism in Ghana. And it is true. Yeah. Because what you lift up, everybody aspires for that thing. And what we are lifting up are earthly treasures, earthly laurels, not God. Yes, that's why everybody wants to be something in an earthly sense great. But God is offering you something spiritual. That's why I'm teaching you that if you are not a prophet or a spiritual person, you have nobody in the church. If you are not spiritual, what are you? You are either an earthly person or a sensual person or devilish mercy only a spiritual person will say I'm living a crowd to Suhum as a medical doctor I'm going to stay in Suhum for the rest of my life to preach the word of God in Suhum why when you could even go to America why should you go to Suhum that is why all those places are taken by Islam Islam has come from the up because earthly wisdom keeps us here so the cities, if you go to Lagos, if you go to Accra, if you go to Abidjan, you go to these cities where there is money and there's jobs in Ghana, in all these countries, it's full of Christians. If you go out there, it's not there. So that is why you go to countries and you see that now they are calling countries like Sierra Leone that is less than 10% Christian has been taking everybody from the back. Because the church is going completely by earthly wisdom. It's no more spiritual. The church is full of a spirit of the world. Yeah, the church is full of the spirit of the world. So what I'm offering you, I'm offering you that opportunity to be a spiritual person. Choose it. Brothers, if you are a brother, your real manhood is determined by your spirituality. You are stronger than anybody when you are spiritual. Yeah, take it from me. Stronger, and I tell you, you will never lack a beloved if you are spiritual. Why? Why are you laughing? <laughs> but why is she laughing? What, what I'm saying? Is that is she sitting by her beloved? Then why are you laughing when I'm preaching? What a shock! One day, day. I saw a certain beloved. And she was the beloved of an illiterate. 
But she herself went to university, either Legon or Tech or whatever. She was a graduate. Yeah. And she was following an illiterate. When I say an illiterate, I mean somebody who cannot write. And I marveled at the power of the anointing. Yeah. She, she was drawn by the anointing of a spiritual person to marry him. A man who cannot speak English. A graduate. She was going. Anointed. That's why I say, brothers, if you are spiritual, you are rich. Be spiritual. Be, be, be full of wisdom. You will never use money to attract. When I look at my picture in those days, I'm surprised that I was able to get a beloved. I was mostly bones. And I always wore the same thing. I had a pair of jeans. Those days I used to wear jeans. And I had one t-shirt. I had more things, but I always wore the same thing. With a red and white stripe on the shoulders. This is what I wore every day. So I was like a flag that was moving. (laughs) When you see the flag, you know that I'm the one flag. But my problem was that more people, more potential beloveds were coming on me like afflictities. That was my problem. Because when you are spiritual, you are anointed, the virgins do love thee. What a, what a shock. How many are going to be spiritual? I know you are going to be spiritual. Yeah. When you are spiritual and you make your song, you will not be interested for people to, for it to be popular. No. But when you are earthly, you need to get some money. You need to be known. People have to listen. More people have to clap for you. The whole world must come to you. Because you are earthly, earthly minded. But not that I want to honor God with my song and with my music. It's true. So decide I'm going to be a spiritual person from today. One day, I went somewhere. Recently. And some men of God had gathered. And also some politicians had gathered. And the men of God spoke. One of the men of God gave a speech and told how he has entered into politics. And that it is important for, it was encouraging all of us to enter into politics. So when we finished, another man of God came to see me. And he told me, you can be the president of Ghana. When I heard it, I said, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? I was so 
agitated. You see, what, what disturbed me was not that I, he, somebody was suggesting that I could be the president of Ghana. Do you know what disturbed me? Do you want to know what disturbed me? What disturbed me was that it should even occur to him. Why should it occur to you that a spiritual person like me can be a president of Ghana? It pained me. I felt that I backslidden. That there's something wrong with me that somebody can even have this idea about me. And that program was part one. There were two parts. I decided that I would never go for part two. I didn't go for part two. You want, it's the, lower me. Lower me to a low of earthly, of earthly terms. I would, people, I would be famous. In earthly terms, people would clap and say, yeah, I would drive with a siren. Pene, 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 pene. I would go and see Kofi Annan, go to United Nations and speak. What is that? A lot of these people, you see, they are all going to go to hell. It's earthly. It's sensual. There's a feeling. I have been to the castle a number of times. There's a sensation. When you drive through the gates, you feel the power. You can understand why they don't give up power easily. Yeah. But it's so earthly, so sensual, and so demonic when you give up the high calling to be a priest and exchange it for something God has not called. If God has called you, fine. Sometimes God calls some people to that. I don't know. That is, I don't know if God called, but I don't know about that. But it is possible because God is so great and beyond our small ways, he can. It's possible. So if you know any man of God who has become a politician, is not, don't say that I said that it is demonic or whatever. I beg you, please. Please, I beg you. God is the caller of people and God knows what he has told to everybody. But if God has called me to be a priest, it's demonic to tell me to get earthly power. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? How many are going to be spiritual? Are you going to be spiritual? What are you going to do to be spiritual? How many want the spirit to influence you more? I think I do. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. All right. Father, we thank you for your word today. We are receiving your holy word. Lift your hand and just pray to God for the grace of God to be spiritual. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For the grace to be spiritual.
you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for the influence of your spirit, your power, away from earthliness, away from sensual living, and away from the devilish and the demonic. As every head is bowed and every eye closed this morning if you are here you want to give your life to Jesus maybe somebody invited you to church but you are not a born-again Christian I want to pray for you and with you if you want to be born again Bible says unless a man is born again he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven you are here like that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to God then I want you to lift your hand up high just your right hand God bless you lift it up high pastor I want to give my life to Jesus this morning lift it above your head so I can see thank you if you've lifted your hand I want to give my life to God I want you to come to me in the front come from where you are standing just come Close your eyes. What, what about what I will pray and then I want you to pray after me. Okay, close your eyes. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Please forgive me for my sins. Today, I give my heart. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Oh God, I am a sinner. But today, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Have mercy on me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to God and I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Father for saving me today in Jesus name say after me Satan Satan from today I will not follow you again I will not serve you again I belong to Jesus and I will serve Jesus thank you father in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name Thank you, Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. 
And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.